self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are a conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i am calamity red because i've been in the house too long and couldn't think of anything else well we are conversation con artists back for another wonderful fantastic episode you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And I can be found at red underscore calamity. Also, we are still doing a listener letter portion of the show. So if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationconartists at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, Conversation Con Artists, and send it to us that way. And we have a letter from Colin. We do. It's been a while. It's been it's a while. It's going to be good to hear from, from the boy. I ain't read the letter yet. See what meat title it has because you know it's calling. Episode twenty nine through two twenty nine through two thirty one, quarantine meet and greet. Of course. <laughs> what is good, y'all? Exclamation point question mark. After several weeks of me being way behind on all of my podcasts and not being in a place where I can sit down and listen attentively, I am caught up. Let's get into it. So. For relationships, Red, man, you still got to put yourself out there. Long distance might be an option to open up your poop of eligible bachelors, too. You might be more likely to find a guy that fits your bill in a different city or even a different state. I believe in you. You could go with what my girl Sarah is doing. She got two quarantine bays, LOL. Basically, she's dating these dudes over FaceTime to see if they're consistent enough to get together in person. Interesting. Anybody who sticks around through this bullshit is probably at least worth grabbing a bite to eat. Now, some other topics. Did y'all see the 60 Minutes video where the dude from the Trump administration tried to say 60 Minutes never covered pandemics during the Obama administration? If not, check out this hilarious clip, and then I want your thoughts on the economy. When this is all over, I'm coming to get that steak as big as your back. No more excuses. Need to travel and do things when we can because you never know when you might lose a friend or loved one. I'm out for now. Live listen email tomorrow. Be well and wash your hands. <laughs> appreciate that, Colin, man. Appreciate I appreciate it. that. Listen, you know, <laughs> I don't, I'm getting more and more jaded as time goes on with this dating shit. Like, what makes me upset, I think, is that everybody, like, people in my life are always like, I don't know why you're single, Red. I don't understand it. You did, and it's like, okay, <laughs> fucking help me, you know, for me to to apparently have qualities that would deem that you know I wouldn't be by myself because I'm by my fucking self. So like, I don't, you know, I know it's supposed to be like a compliment when people are like, I can't understand why you're single. You 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 you're such a good person. You should, have, but it's inwardly, I'm just like, well, bitch, <laughs> well, bitch what it is I, you know after this whole quarantine shit I have said that I was going to get out more I had started like going out for lunch and stuff it's going to have to be purely weekend um, at this point because of what my work schedule is during the week um, go from quarantine to quarantine we're not going to go that far okay, okay. gotta have some gotta have some balance right Okay. Keep some sanity. I'm too old for quarantine, and I think I just I don't have the I don't have the energy. It's too much. Um, 
So I don't know. After this is over and, and we're able to leave our homes and, and breathe in the same space as humans without being concerned about dying because of it, um, I do plan to go out more. Um, we'll see what happens. You know, I moved here. There are black people where I moved to in Pinson and Trustful. Um, it's black people in my neighborhood, but like I moved here and then all of this shit happened. So like I've gone to a few places like here and in Trustful. We went and got uh, faux at a place here, me and um, so, I mean, I still have to like see where I'm still like finding where shit is here because I haven't been able to really go out because, you know, Corona, <laughs> Corona said, fuck your plans, humans. <laughs> Give a fuck what y'all thought y'all was about to do. You're doing nothing. Listen, on your searches, expand them out. You know what I'm saying? Expand them out to like 250, 300 miles. You know, like he said, do what Sarah doing. Get you some online base. See who you can chat with consistently. And then when that don't work out, let them go. And the ones that stick around at least worth a little bit of entertaining, right? Yes, but 250, 300 Well, not even that, not even that far. Just match with some dudes around here and do online dates so that they don't have, like, you eat your food, he eat his food. Y'all do a little Netflix party. This you know what I'm saying? This is the perfect time to do that kind of shit. Exactly, but, because it ain't, cause you got the perfect excuse to not go nowhere now. <laughs> like, before you were just being an asshole. Now you just, it's illegal. <laughs> it's illegal now. So, it's so you, illegal to go places. Like, what the fuck? What you is win this battle? You get to say, you know, we should do an uh, online day. And you know what? You eat every day of the week. You can do that shit five days with five different dudes. I could. Yeah. Like, you ain't even got to wait. You know, all you got to do is talk to a dude just long enough to make sure he ain't a creep. And then be like, hey, let's do a Skype date. But see, that's yeah. the problem. Is that a lot of men can't get past the part of okay, he ain't a creep because they do shit like send dick pic or something. Then it's like, okay, well, you're out. Which which you're data out. apps are you using right now? Uh I <laughs> I through I wouldn't say I'm using any of them. I still swipe through Facebook dating and I still swipe through Bumble. Those Facebook are the only dating two. is the worst. And <laughs> I don't know what Bumble is for y'all. It's but you need to download Hinge and you need to download OkCupid. Hell no! I didn't did OkCupid. Are you smoking crack? OkCupid okay. was bad? Yeah, OkCupid is plenty of fish. If that's how it is for women, then don't download it. But download uh, Hinge. I'll give Hinge a try, but OkCupid is out. OkCupid <laughs> is a travesty. My God. Oh, Jesus. You know, and married so I don't have to do this shit no more I just want to be married one person one nigga we just rock this out figure it out that's it instead of having to do all of this little shit I hate this shit I hate dating it's the worst I fucking hate it's not fun for me okay so are you single or you married and, and taking people on the outside looking in thinking man I wish that I was single no the fuck you don't it's scary out here okay it's fucking terrible some of the shit that you will come across, you just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, it ain't even just like men. Kev on stage, I watch um his little videos, and he had a post with some girl, and she had. I hope she's young, 
I hope this ain't nobody I eat saying no fuckery like this. She was like, a man that orders appetizers on a date is suspect. If he if he ordered dessert, I'm gonna be looking at him sideways. Like, how is appetizers and dessert gay? When when did that happen? What the fuck? So if it goes on a date with her and the waiter come over and say, Can I get you some appetizer? If they order appetizer, she out. That's one of my um that was one of my viral posts. That's the kind of shit that you 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 would you're missing. Taking people, married people. That's what you're missing. Bitches like that. I was like, what? Appetizers is gay? Dessert is gay? How is that? It's a meal. <laughs> it's a course of a meal. How does that have any kind of sexual orientation on it? She gonna be alone for the whole rest of her life. If those are the qualifications and the things that she's looking for to like weed out niggas alone forever, she will be. Anyway, um, I did not see the. I've been virus out out at this point, so I've been missing lots of things when it comes to that. I just been keeping up with Alabama's rate because I still have to fucking go to work. And I work in a hospital. So I ain't trying to die. Kind of want to know what my odds are every day. That's Colin, about as much as I've been doing. Colin, you probably meant to put a clip in there. But <laughs> the clip ain't in, in your uh, link. But I did see where he made a really bad bet. He was like, go back, you know, to, you know, two, three years. Go back to the Obama administration, Bush administration. I bet 60 Minutes wasn't covering, you know, President's been talking about being ready for the pandemic. And President Barack Obama <laughs> in 2014 said that it's plausible coming up that a pandemic happens <laughs> that may be viral. <laughs> that, you know, we need to pass this legislation to create the infrastructure that will allow us to take care of it. His old so good that we don't get man. caught by surprise. <laughs> you know how Obama. Yep. You know, used to talk. He just talked very specifically, succinctly. He say what the fuck the people tell him to say. Yeah. And he say it the way he say it. He ain't coming with all this shit in his head. Yep. The motherfuckers around him said, we wrote this down for you. There's a prompter in front of you. Just say that. Put your little flair on it. Add you some little charming shit in there like you be doing. And <laughs> everybody gonna love you a little bit more after this conversation. And he get up there you know, we got to, you know, get this legislation. You know, it's, it's, um, this is not a, a partisan issue. This is, um, this is something that everybody should be able to uh, get on board for. Um, <laughs> pandemic is uh, likely to come up in the next 10 years. And, um, we need to set the infrastructure so that we don't get caught with our pants down. <laughs> Everybody loved him after that shit, but you know that nigga made a bad bet because motherfuckers been talking about the possibility of this shit happening. And not yeah. only that, but I don't know if you knew, but during the transition from Obama to Trump, Obama had a fucking pandemic board game. Basically, they basically had a whole pandemic simulation based on what legislation is in play. What rules are in play, what laws are in play, and how the government's supposed to handle it. Everybody that was on that pandemic um, transition simulation, Trump got rid of them. <laughs> and his reason was, 
Well, I don't like people just sitting around, you know, with nothing to do. <laughs> like, I don't want to just pay people for nothing. He was like, we're going to let them go now. And when this happened, we'll be able to get them back fast. <laughs> That's what Trump said. And this is the shit where people was like, you know, Trump is a businessman. He knows how to run a business. Yeah, that's how you would run business. Clearly, if you got two fucking janitors and one of them don't work none, you fire his ass. Let his let his ass go. And when you need a janitor, get your fucking ass on, you know, indeed, find a janitor and you can get a nigga in there quick. The fucking government don't work like that. There's a lot of shit in our American system that hinges upon being prepared for without evidence that is happening or about to happen. And there is more than enough evidence now to show that, yeah, plenty of people done talked about a pandemic happening. Bill Gates. Was it Bill Gates? Bill Gates has been talking about it forever. You see, Bill, that get into that conspiracy theory shit because people think because Bill Gates was talking about a pandemic that might happen around um, 2020 that he got something to do with I mean, the coronavirus. I don't believe that. I think that he's a very highly intelligent person who saw the writing on the wall and, and well, we would I, do. I saw a post that I didn't verify, but it said 2020 is the coronavirus, 1920 was the Spanish flu, 1820 was something, and 1720 was something. It's like every hundred years there's some like bullshit some bullshit coming out. So if, if that is indeed true, if it's in all the 20s is in the last 100 years, then Bill Gates was really just speaking from knowledge. But, you know, people from, you know, patterns. Yeah. You know, people, these, look, these 5G people are <laughs> highly retarded. And I don't even use that word. I just, ha I don't know, no other way to say it. I've heard people say, I've heard people, I've seen people post videos of this dude in a hazmat suit working on a tower. And people in the comments break down where that's not that hazmat suit wouldn't protect him from radiation. <laughs> they were trying to say that the only way that they can put these 5G towers up is wearing a hazmat suit. So why would you know a regular person go up there? I've heard that um I've seen videos of people jumping off committing suicide because of the coronavirus and 5G. What and I'm like, fuck? okay, this video is from 2015. And they be like, you know, it's like they always got an excuse. The same person that'll post a garbage ass video and put a comment up there that say some shit like, you know, they only believe you only believe what they tell you to believe. And I'm like, you only believe in what this person posting telling you to believe. <laughs> the fuck? This is from 2015, bro. This don't have nothing to do with the coronavirus. But you trying to tell me I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But I. When I saw the video, I seen this shit two years ago. This don't got nothing to do with no goddamn coronavirus. <laughs> and then it was three years old when I saw it two years ago. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm tired of yeah. this 5G conspiracy theory bullshit. And you know what? While we own it, let me just go down um, the Facebook post I made oh, about fuck. all the things I don't want your ass to talk to me about. We <laughs> talking about goddamn coronavirus, okay? I don't want to hear nothing about no goddamn 5G radio towers in the coronavirus. None of it. Shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear nothing about microchips in the vaccine. Just don't take it if you think a vaccine in it, bitch. You're going to get coronavirus and you're going to die. 
I don't want to hear nothing about no goddamn Bill Gates. Bill Gates smart, but Bill Gates ain't fucking evil genius smart. You know what I'm saying? Like, Bill Gates is just nerd motherfucker smart. So he might know some shit that if he had an evil twin would do some shit like they saying he doing with the coronavirus. But I don't want to hear that shit when we talking about that. I don't want to hear nothing about no disease patents because motherfuckers is out here like, oh, look, uh, they got disease patents for this. So, listen, when a motherfucker is trying to cure something, they got to get a patent for the shit that they using to cure it. So when you read patent and coronavirus in the same sentence, it don't mean that they patented the fucking disease. Okay? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. The government holding a vaccine. I don't give a fuck. Listen, I'm I'm not beyond believing that the government can hold a vaccine and can have some shit that they put out on purpose just so people can have a vaccine. But you don't got no evidence for it. So until you have some evidence for it, shut the fuck up. Governments ain't shit. So they do crazy shit all the time. But this ain't it. Chinese bat eating. Don't talk to me about no bat. We know... If you don't know nothing about Wuhan food market, they sell all kind of exotic animals where a whole bunch of animals get cross-contaminated very easily. And disease is spread that way. But don't use that fucking video of somebody eating bat soup and say, this is where that shit came from. You, again, have no fucking evidence. Shut the fuck up. If you're calling it the Chinese virus or Kung flu, I don't want to talk to you. You know why? Because... That is Trump's rhetoric. Nobody won't call him that shit until Trump said it. And if you say one of them motherfuckers, you just a Trump supporter as far as I'm concerned. So fuck you. Um, COVID-19 as a bioweapon. Now, it could be a bioweapon. Very well could be. Maybe it's a bioweapon that got in the wrong hands or fell and busted and now we all fucked up. Again, you have no fucking evidence. COVID-19 <laughs> could be made in a lab. Okay. Again, you have no fucking evidence. All right? Don't talk to me about it being predicted in some book you read that was about the future and the disease and shit. Don't read. Don't talk to me about population control or depopulation. Oh, okay. We're fucking. We're we're America or we're China or we're whoever. Let's control populate the population. Let's just release this fucking virus randomly in one part and hope it get to the whole world. I mean, there has got to be a fucking better way of population control than that bullshit. Okay. And people who are saying shit like, you know, they want us inside so that they can build these 5G towers. Listen, <laughs> listen, I don't know why you think you're so fucking important. The government will come to your door, beat your ass, leave, and not get convicted. You think they really go hide putting up some 5G towers if they trying to use it to fuck our lives up? If they trying to use it for mind control? You really think they won't do that shit in your face? You think that they're going to put you in your house when you can still walk outside and look around and put up a 5G tower, just what? So you don't know what's going on? The government don't give a fuck enough about us to give a damn that we know that they're doing some bullshit because they do bullshit all the time. I don't want to hear you if you comparing this shit to the common cold, SARS, flu, H1N1, because this shit is different. It's its own thing. If you mention anything that can cure the virus, if you're talking about some Dr. CB, you talking about some rubbing mangoes over your head or some shit? I don't give a fuck. We're not having this conversation. If you mention anything that can prevent the virus, hey, take your vitamin C, you know, drink up on this, drink up on that, drink up on some what the elderberry juice. Look, elderberry do some shit, but it ain't finna cure no goddamn coronavirus, okay? Don't be talking to me about no can of Lysol just because coronavirus is written on the back of the can of Lysol. Motherfucker, there are different strains of coronavirus. 19. You know, 
Why it's called COVID nineteen? <laughs> because it's nineteen fucking different versions. Motherfucking Lysol ain't finna kill COVID nineteen like it killed COVID one. Okay, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Uh, cocaine as a cure, which was early on. Don't that shit don't work. You just gonna be high. Just be high and be high because you want to be high. Okay, don't be coming up with no bullshit ass excuses to use cocaine during the coronavirus. Just get high and accept that you're a fucking junkie and keep doing it. I don't want to hear about no fucking African resistance. If you got melanin, it don't protect you from shit except fucking ultraviolet rays that come from the sun, okay? We actually are getting it at a higher rate. This, that came out this week. That, that was a whole nother conversation that we can have during this podcast after this. But we, our melanin don't do nothing but keep us from getting melanoma as fast as white people. But make no mistake, if your black ass stand out into the sun too long, <laughs> it is a big ass fucking star shooting rays at your ass. You're going to fucking die if you stand there all day, okay? So, melanin is good, but it ain't fucking, it ain't like fucking Superman skin or no shit. We ain't finna fly to the sun and get motherfucking extra strength or no shit like that. Also, quarantine being in correlation with government control of guns. I Listen, y'all. The government... <laughs> what? Gun rates have gone up all over the country during this shit. Yes! They're fucking the stores and shit are open. Like they're considered essential. <laughs> that that don't matter. If the stores were open and were getting the same sales as before, that's different. Sales are going up during the coronavirus shit. They are. Motherfuckers is thinking that martial law is coming. Do y'all know when martial law shows up? When our dumbass don't follow the rules. <laughs> that's when martial law comes. If they tell you to stay in your fucking house and you outside throwing block parties, then yeah. <laughs> The fucking military is coming to your town immediately. And they're going to be ready to shoot because your ass is putting them at risk. And you know what? They'd rather have a dead your ass not putting them at risk than an alive your ass putting their ass at risk. Okay? I'm sorry. I had to get that shit out of my system. Anyway, yeah, I uh, saw that video. <laughs> and uh, it is that. This is that politics shit. When that when politics show up, this is how I get. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, Colin, I I really uh and then thoughts on the economy. Okay. I really apparently this is gonna change society as we know it. And I think I mentioned some of this shit on the podcast earlier when we talked about this, but this is exposing a lot of gaps that we have in our society. Some of them that we knew about. Some of them that I don't think we expected. The school systems here oh, yeah. needed a week for all school to be online. All of these colleges that have said, you got to come to the college, you got to come to do this in class, in a week, changed all of that shit to online. All of these jobs that's been saying, you got to come to this place to work, in a week, switch <laughs> that shit to online. We could be working from fucking home in a lot of different industries. So the question becomes in America, why in capitalism do we feel like a person has to come to a physical office? Because I've read studies that indicate that people who work from home are more productive than when they work in an office. So when you're in an office, you got to deal with all kind of bullshit dynamics. You got to worry about your coworkers. You got to worry about somebody musty. You got to worry about somebody coming to work with their own family bullshit. You know you don't work with somebody musty as hell. I have. Yeah, it's everybody awful. don't work with somebody musty. And if you ain't never worked with somebody musty, you the musty motherfucker, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry, if you can't recall working with somebody musty, your own must that you're used to, by the way, is blocking out other people's must. So you don't smell them, but they smell your ass. You are the culprit. Get something to control your fucking body odor. You are on one today. I'm just saying, this is the shit that's going on in our society. You got to worry about your fucking boss walking around. You don't want to hear nothing from his goddamn ass or her goddamn ass because women are bosses too. But you don't want to hear nothing from their ass. It's just so much. I mean, motherfuckers have work boos and shit. You got to go home to your boo-boo and then come home to your work boo. And now you fucking conflicted. Don't let your motherfucking man or woman find out about your work boo because now they mad. Yep. Let's do this shit at home. Let's just do this. You know, I can be more productive at home and come from my own environment. We finding that shit out. Where the other gaps at? Daycare. What the fuck we gonna do about daycare? Kids are fucking disease factories. <laughs> All they do is carry around the common cold, germs, and bullshit that'll kill an old person if they hang around a baby too long. <laughs> That's all they do. How the fuck? So we gonna, we gonna open up the society, send kids all back to daycares and shit, and they gonna go to daycare, they gonna spread all of the, all of the diseases all the kids got coming from their own household and bring this shit back, and now COVID-19 gonna be, you know, motherfucking, gonna turn the world into the lord of the fucking flies. <laughs> gonna be number boys running around here controlling the world at fucking 10, 11 years old, because they done <laughs> killed all the fucking old people. So daycare is expensive as shit. So the gap that they exploited is how are we going to have people pay for daycare? Daycare costs like a shitload of money it's a week. fucking expensive. And it I think is. a lot of people right now who, who kids ain't in school but can work are having to find out either what daycare costs or they're going to find out later what daycare costs or before society really shut down, they probably had to pay somebody for daycare and realize, well, I can't afford this shit. I can't afford to send my kids to daycare and not work. And for parents that weren't working, I can't afford to, uh, to uh, provide breakfast and lunch for my kid. That shit is a bill. <laughs> it's expensive. That the school take care of. Uh, this exploited people who work full-time hours but are technically a, a part-time employee because they only, on, on, you know, because of um, Obamacare, motherfuckers cut down all them full-time hours so you got a whole bunch of people who work full-time hours but are technically part-time employees so they don't have no paid time off accumulated also they don't have any fucking insurance and so now you're talking about a situation where uh those people can't get shit and they get less unemployment because of that same dynamic and so uh clearly our healthcare system now, the newest thing that COVID-19 has showed us is that black people forever get the shit end of the stick. Indeed. We just do. And that's just the nature. That's how, see, Donald Trump and Fauci got on the news the other day talking about this is impacting the African-American community at a disproportionate rate. <laughs> Why is that happening? <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, they saying something about it. Trump got on there. Well, we don't know how this happens. <laughs> Bitch, let me tell you how it happens. It's because of economic poverty. The shit that you have been fighting to pass that impacts communities makes the community suffer when it comes to shit like this, epidemics. You know why? You know redlining? You know what redlining is? I do. Redlining is legally being able to take white people to this better side of town yep. and black people to this not so good side of town. They can legally separate our ass. They ain't never changed that shit. That shit's still in the books. 
Well, you know what? On the other side of town, it's not so good. Well, ain't no testing sites. Ain't no fucking hospitals. And not only that, but they food deserts. You know, black people can't even get no goddamn good vegetables. So when they say shit like, well, black people have a higher rate of hypertension and heart disease and um, diabetes, and that makes them more susceptible to the disease. Well, you know what? Our fucking economy makes us more susceptible to the disease. Where y'all place us and the fact that y'all don't give us no fucking resources makes us more susceptible to the disease. So it ain't about coronavirus. It's about how society done left us behind. And now we having to face the wrath of a fucking disease like every other thing else. And uh, P. Diddy put up a uh, P. Diddy put up a uh, an Instagram uh, just a call to the black community when this information came out about the black community dying and, and Charles Blow, who used to be a CNN commentator. I ain't seen him on in a, in a long time. I like him. But he said that the same thing happened in Atlanta with AIDS. When that shit was a wealthy white man problem, they got on top of fixing that shit. They had they had treatments, you know, because right now they got treatments where you can it contains the disease, where you can't spread it. They got all kind of help for it. But you know what? None of the black people in Atlanta that got it can't afford it. Nope. And so the black people in Atlanta are still struggling with it, still spreading the disease, and it's become an epidemic, not just in Atlanta, but in a lot of different places. So when the bullshit settles, it always settles in the black community. It always settles in the Latino community. And so let's go over to education, right? So redlining them put the white people in this good-ass school and the black people in this horrible-ass school. And so now the black people ain't getting the kind of education that's going to send them to college. They're getting the education that's going to make them blue-collar workers, meaning they're going to work 50 and 60 hours for some steel plant or some mill or some hard body labor work. And you know what? The boss ain't going to let them not work. I know somebody who worked at Hyundai who said they boss wasn't letting them off until somebody there got it and didn't close the plant down until somebody there got it. Damn. Not knowing how long it might have been going. That's what blue-collar workers deal with. Them Koreans and Germans down here, they do not give a fuck about Americans. Period. We are expendable as fuck when it comes to them people. They are down here to get that money. And I don't mean them as a culture. I mean them that run these plants down here. You know, they come down here and they be, I mean, I've heard stories because where I'm from, that's the Kia plant is down there. Hyundai is in Montgomery, our way. And it's just a lot of little Mercedes, little plants that's all around here that people be telling me the stories about how they bosses be dealing with them and shit. And so you got that blue collar worker who, who boss ain't finna let him off. So he's more likely to get the shit because he's got bosses that saying you can't go nowhere. And then when they get home, they really can't afford to not work. And so they're going to work as much as they can. And they don't have the option to just staying at home and working from home because this is a hard labor job. If they don't go for two days in a row, they're going to get their ass fired. You know? And then let's not let's not forget, we're talking about the same goddamn community who the government did uh, Tuskegee syphilis experiments on. So how much trust do the black community really have when the government say, stay in your house, don't come out, we got a vaccine coming, the black community... It's beyond that shit. I mean, it's still old niggas alive that got friends who died from that Tus uh, Tuskegee syphilis experiment. That shit happened I went and half down the fucking road. It's people alive that know people that had that shit going on and had family members with that shit going on. So when they get up there and talk that shit, and you know what? Now, let me let me add that 
of all the cooniest ass coons that Trump done had around him. The dude, I don't know what he is. He's over the health administration or something. Let me find out. Hold on, hold on. I, I need y'all to really know who this is. So just give me some moment. Um, you can do the Jeopardy music red if you want to. There you go. It damn sure one enough. Hold on, let me put more virus. Let me just put black people, coronavirus. <laughs> That's going to come up with a lot of different things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, God damn it, Trump. <laughs> That's going to be as accurate as I can. <laughs> the Surgeon General, okay? Oh, the one who, Mama, Pow Pow. What? The one that said, Yo, think about your mama and your pawpaw. Yes. Yes. You want to know what this hoe-ass, coon-ass nigga said most recently? Uh, and to have the name Jerome. You <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Yo, you should be named Bartholomew or some shit. This man said black people need to stop smoking and drinking alcohol <laughs> to not make themselves at any more risk for having the coronavirus. <clears throat> Oh, Jerome. Hold on. Let me make sure. Hold on. Let me make sure. Because I want to quote. I don't want to misquote this man. I know people's upset at him for referring to it. Instead of saying you think about your grandparents, your mama and your papa. Or me. Whatever the little colloquialism name is that we use for grandparents. Instead of just saying grandparents. Okay, U.S. Surgeon General Jerome Adams singled out African-Americans and Latino communities at the White House COVID-19 press briefing, telling them to refrain from alcohol, tobacco, and drugs to protect their health during the trans or during the pans pandemic. Because so, white people don't do none of those things. <laughs> none of them. They don't. <laughs> they literally just eat chicken <laughs> with their seasoned mouths. <laughs> They don't do meth, you know. They no don't, meth. They don't drink no alcohol. Heroin. They are not the ones driving the opioid crisis. <laughs> wow. They can continue to do their substances because the coronavirus ain't gonna get to them because of it. Man, shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right. This man gonna be a commentator on um on CNN in like 15, 20 years. <laughs> and I'm not gonna be able to respect him. Um but I'm just saying all that to say, I mean I could keep going, but I'm just saying all of that to say the economy is gonna look really, really different after this. I don't really know much about the the financial part of the economy. I do think that that uh that one point five, like that twelve hundred dollars that every citizen was promised, was some bullshit smoke and mirrors just to give corporations another one point five trillion. I mean, when Trump invite all of the CEOs that goddamn um, got money from this uh, this package 
to um his golf resort in Florida, and they gonna come in that bitch like an NBA game. Goddamn, they gonna have all they gonna be standing on the sides, motherfuckers gonna run in, giving everybody five. Hell yeah, got my hundred million, <laughs> got my fifty million. Like it was the wool over our eyes for that shit, and it's crazy. It is crazy because this is the same shit. Like we could, our country could afford twelve hundred dollars per citizen per fucking month. Our country can afford a universal basic income if they can afford giving us twelve hundred dollars one time and a one point five trillion dollars to corporations. Then they can, we can have a UBI. This shouldn't have made me more of a UBI supporter. Like, I'm really tired of corporations getting money. I'm tired of corporations getting money. Like, this, okay, let, let's simplify this shit. Capitalism is a little girl in the summertime with a lemonade stand. Okay? And in the summertime, motherfuckers thirsty. So they walk by and they buy a fucking glass of lemonade. And it's delicious. And because it's delicious, you go buy lemonade again the next day. She might change the recipe up, but you know what? At this point, you fuck with her because you've been drinking her lemonade for some time. And you know when the winter comes, motherfuckers ain't as thirsty. So business decline a little bit. Listen, ain't nothing about that lemonade stand that should make the whole community come together and be like, hey, in order for this, this lemonade stand to succeed, we should pull all our money in and just give it to the lemonade stand. The lemonade stand don't need that shit. Capitalism don't say nothing about a whole system coming together to give them motherfucking money. It don't. It just don't. So I don't know why our society, like if you are if you are an airplane company, first off, let's just go through the airplane companies. Airplane companies got all that money from the Trump tax breaks. And all they did was buy stockbacks. Stock buybacks. That's all they did. They bought stock buybacks with that money. When they could have been making those seats bigger, making the airport safer, uh, upgrading their systems and hangers, they was buying stock buybacks. And now, because they're struggling because coronavirus going on, they get just they just get a, a bunch of one point five trillion dollars. That ain't capitalism. That's corporatism and it's bullshit. Anyway. Yeah, sorry that I got on my little rant. Um, I got to get off of it now because we need to continue the show. But uh, and if you want to have I'm a conversation about it, holler at your boy. Say what? I'm ready for calling to come and visit too. Yeah, come on, man. Um, I got a couple of places where we can go get that steak the size of my back. <laughs> I'm ready. Anyway. Um, that's the letter. All right. Well, if you have a question you would like for us to answer, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationconartist at gmail.com. Or you can find us Facebook, Conversation Con Artist, and send it to us that way. I believe we have viral posts this week. We didn't have any last week. We got a whole bunch of them hoes, too. All right. Let's see. All right. It's two posts. First one, that bra you've been wearing since the beginning of this lockdown, don't you think it's high time you changed it? Second post, how you know men who never spend time with actual women? Because Say what? 
<laughs> he said that bra you been wearing oh, since yeah. the beginning of this. <laughs> and then she said, How you know men who never spend time with action women? Bro, ain't no goddamn bra being worn right now, bro. Like, I don't know what the fuck you thought. No. A woman don't got to go nowhere? How the fuck will we put it? Let, let me just say this, men. I don't think men realize that bras are not fun. They're not comfortable. Okay, you can get, you know, pay a little bit of extra and get one that's more comfortable than others. But at the end of the day, that shit is still a bra. You want to know what women, the first thing they do when they come home? Take that bitch off. Okay, so yes, nobody's sitting around in their fucking house. Why? Why would I be in my house with a bra? For why? That's insane. <laughs> Men, no. <laughs> yeah, he didn't nigga miss the mark. Very much. Mark. Next viral post. The spread of coronavirus is based on two factors. How dense the population is, number one. And number two, how dense the population is. <laughs> comment, you wrote the same thing twice. What's the other one? <laughs> Another comment, you're number two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sad. They probably <laughs> they still don't know. They're like, huh? <laughs> this person is stupid. Block. <laughs> you stupid one, bitch. Oh shit. Aggressive day. Hilarious. Next one. People don't understand when I say I like grapes, but not grape flavored products. That shit don't even be tasting like grapes. It be tasting like purple. And y'all mad? That makes sense. <laughs> See, I be saying that shit about great value uh, ketchup. It just tastes like red. <laughs> it don't taste like ketchup. It don't taste like nothing that used to be a tomato. <laughs> it tastes like like at least regular ketchup make you believe that this is some kind of, you know, processed tomato situation. Like, great value ketchup don't give a fuck. They was like, as long as we get that shit red and, and you know, kind of like of a, a disconsistency, we good. We don't care what it tastes like. I don't know what they put in it. I'll never eat that shit again. Yeah, I've never tasted something grape flavored that tasted like grapes. Grapes have a very distinct, like, <laughs> nothing tastes like a grape. Grapes taste like grapes. Grape see, flavored when, shit don't taste like it. See, I, I think people is fucked up on this concept because I think when people be thinking about grapes, they be thinking about like them green ass grapes that we be eating in the store. I mean, when motherfuckers be talking about grapes and tasting like grapes, they be talking about them grapes motherfuckers be stepping on for wine. Them the grapes motherfuckers be talking about. Them strong, pungent-ass grapes. That is the flavor they trying to emulate. They ain't trying to emulate no goddamn green grape that you got from Piggly Wiggly fucking produce section. They talking about them, wine, them grapes that's grown specifically to make wine. Even the red grapes in the store. Just, it's just like grape like I don't know. I can't think of it. I, grape flavor is not my favorite flavor anyway. Well, I, so. it's like I'm not looking for. Well, it I mean, like I drink grape because it tastes like it's thing. It tastes like its own thing. Yes. Or you don't know what the fuck the grapes that they trying to emulate taste like. I mean, what do taste like shit? Watermelon flavor shit don't taste like watermelon. No. Cherry flavored shit don't really taste like cherry. No. None I mean, of the flavored stuff tastes like the fruit that it's meant to flavor. And most of it got beaver booty juice in it. All right. Moving on. Castorium. Look no, that shit up. If don't you, if look you it up. Don't look it up. 
You got don't if do. you got makeup on, you been smearing beaver booty ass juice on your face. Not necessarily, not all makeup. Well, possibly, it's possible, but well, not possibly. It's possible. If your makeup pouch say got natural shit in it, they mean beaver juice out there. What ass. is your next viral post, nigga? <laughs> Tomorrow ain't promised. Tell your friend her dinner's nasty today. Oh, <laughs> no time to waste, y'all. No time to waste. I have plenty of time. I ain't gotta eat your her dinner now, right now. I can't go to her fucking house though. She can cook all the nasty dinner she wants to. I ain't gotta eat that shit. Like that dude told you about your food. Which one was that? Eyebrows. Gray shirt, eyebrows, all the same. Wait. Yes. Gray shirt and eyebrows weren't the same person. Yes, it was. I thought eyebrows was the person your mama introduced you to. No, the person my mom introduced me to is who y'all kept saying was a Mexican and he wasn't. He didn't do nothing to fuck up. He did something to fuck up, didn't he? It, um, what did I remember? <laughs> well, I thought he was eyebrows. Gray shirt is eyebrows, and eyebrows gray is gray shirt. shirt. One and okay. the same. All right, messed that up. Class of 2020 been saying no cap all year. Well, hell, no gown either. That's so me. <laughs> it mean as fuck, bro. Oh, that's so terrible. Girl in a hoodie crying. Poor children. You still graduate though, even though you don't get to walk. Yeah, you didn't have to do the last two months worth of class. Like you could, you could literally have failed in them two months, yo. Yep, you could have. Fucked fuck up. up so bad. Okay, this is that post that you was talking about. Okay. A guy ordering dessert on a date is a red flag for me. That's a female thing to do for real. If a guy's on a date with a woman, the woman should be the only one asking for appetizers and dessert. Men eat meals. Like, seriously, you could just taste some of whatever I ordered. I would seriously rather a nigga order two meals than to order an appetizer before his meal. If you that damn hungry, you look sassy ordering a spinach dip. Bitches all food. What do you, what do you mean, a man can, Like, this is... I think, like, I saw this post on in a group. And somebody had went and kind of like uh, pointed out a whole bunch of her posts, and she clearly just trying to go viral somehow. Well, can't say she also posted she eat boiled potatoes with cheese, but it was like American sliced cheese. Yeah, and then she had and like ice cream, butter, butter pecan ice cream with uh, Doritos on top. Like she yeah. just trying to do something to get viral, it, and it's worked. <sighs> Is work. If there are any women listening that feel the way that this young lady feels, might I suggest you grow the fuck up? <laughs> it's food, appetizer, dessert, main course. It's all food. There is not sexual orientation attached to different meals. What do you mean it's a red flag? Bitch, it's a red flag that you think is a red flag. That lets me know how crazy you are. Shit, I hope he ordered appetizer so I can eat off of Yes, please order an appetizer so we can share it. Same goes for dessert as long as it's not chocolate based. You don't know. Yes. That's on this lady. You can go to hell. Pretty much. The coronavirus can penetrate her through her ass. Ouch. I don't think she feel it. No, she feel it. She's she on a ventilator. Yeah, they're not breathing. Probably shouldn't be joking about coronavirus this much. 
Um, this is a picture of Jesus and a little boy. Do you see that man over there, Timmy? Yes, Jesus, I see him. That's the man that murdered you and your family while you were sleeping. He repented and asked for forgiveness. Now he's here in paradise with us. Go say hello. <laughs> that is fucked up. <laughs> I mean, that's loopholes, man. That That is heaven's loopholes. You can just repent for your sins. Yeah, he had to point it out to Timmy, though. Damn. Timmy didn't need to know that. <laughs> I mean, Jesus can do what he want to do in heaven. <laughs> You know what? I've I've often wondered about how how that would work. So let's say like like the people who kill their whole family, or and then they end up dying in an unrelated way. You mean to tell me that they could kill their whole family and die some unrelated way after they repented for killing their family and end up in heaven with their family? Wouldn't that be awkward as shit? Wouldn't it be weird? Like, what the fuck is dad doing here? Well, you're, posting, you, you're not supposed to recognize people when you get to heaven. Oh, uh, okay. You're not supposed to recognize nobody. That like, would probably I'm, be why. I'm not going to know my mama was my mama. I'm not, you know, you ain't supposed to know that. But I like the Tupac theory. Which is? The Tupac theory, while only mentioned in one quote, leaves a lot of underlying implications. The Tupac theory is that he wonders if heaven has a ghetto. And <laughs> the underlying assumption has to mean that heaven would have a class system attached to it. For a ghetto specifically means a place where a similar group of people are living together. So Why do you sound like you're a, a pastor that you, you decide on what text you bring in the text before you bring the word? Well, I don't know. Maybe because I'm looking at this white Jesus picture and it's making me want to <laughs> Hoop and holler. <laughs> Pac. <laughs> Tupac said <laughs> there might be a ghetto <laughs> in heaven, <laughs> which means <laughs> there might be a class system. You ain't hear me. A class system. <laughs> One more time. A class system. <laughs> and that means that a good boy <laughs> might die and he might be able to be on heaven's playground. Y'all don't hear me. He might be on heaven's <laughs> playground, riding that seesaw, getting the chance to swing with Jesus pushing him, climbing up to the top of that slide and sliding all the way down with them angels flying right over his body. Y'all don't hear me with the angels flying right over his body. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand you. That sound better than what I was doing before? Oh my God. <laughs> Is it funnier? Is it more irritating? Is it more... It's, um, it's more irritating than what you were doing before. <laughs> before it was more natural. <laughs> Forget I said anything. <laughs> oh. Tupac said. <laughs> I see him, y'all. I see Jesus. <laughs> you are going to trigger so many people. I'm sorry, y'all, man. Y'all got to understand. Y'all got to understand what religion did to me when I was a child. <laughs> it did so many things. All right. You can call me and I'll tell you about it. 708-590-2630. Call me and we'll talk about what religion did to me. And maybe you can help me out of this shit. Um, anyway, Tupac's theory asserts that there is a class system in heaven. And if there is a ghetto then there has to be something that's not the ghetto. 
And if there is something that's not the ghetto, there has to be levels of that thing that is not the ghetto. Because clearly, there has to be a group that's easier to get to the ghetto and a group that's harder to get to the ghetto. So I believe that if there is a person that murdered that would go to heaven through extenuating circumstances, <laughs> then I believe that person may be in a ghetto part of heaven. <laughs> and I believe that if a person that has done right, who the only thing that was ever done to them was that their family was murdered, then they would be in the elite part of heaven, right? Okay. I mean, there got to be one section of heaven with streets of gold and one section with streets of marble. <laughs> you feel me? Now, I don't really know how you're going to walk on either unless the traction laws in heaven are different than they are down here because every time I see angels, they don't got, they barefoot. And I can't believe that when you're in heaven, you build up corns and shit. You're like, your feet probably just all the way clean and smooth. So if you step on marble with clean, smooth feet, you can slip. <laughs> you know, do it even rain in heaven? What if the rain get... I don't know, man. There's too many questions. Let's what get out is of your this. next post? <laughs> Let's get out of this. <laughs> Y'all who claimed other people's kids give them folks they $500 for their kids. Right is right and wrong is wrong. <laughs> don't claim no goddamn body kids on your taxes if they ain't like yours. niggas are still doing this shit. It's funny. Uncle Sam going, listen, y'all, don't and don't go to them pop-up tax places. I be seeing posts in the hood that say, we can get you $3,000 back. <laughs> For what work? What job? What do you where you work? <laughs> them places pop up, they get you $3,000 back, but what it looked like, they took out $5,000. They get $2,000 and you get three. And now they business, you can't even get in contact with the people no more after this. <laughs> after the IRS come to you and be like, hey, uh, it look like you claim six kids on your taxes and you only normally have two. And we're just trying to get the paperwork. And, you know, they ain't give you no paperwork. They just said, wait for your check in the mail and you got your check. Or wait for your direct deposit. You got your direct deposit. And now you can't find on the block taxes no more. <laughs> they gone. Uncle Sam is finna eat your ass alive and they came up off of it. Okay, government names. I'm gonna need a on the block tax service commercial, please. <laughs> on the block taxes. I found this on YouTube. Google, wasn't nobody talking to you, girl. That sounds like a if it ain't if it is a girl, it, they non-binary. No, it was a dude. I changed my Google voice to a dude because the bitch's voice was getting on my nerves. Well, you don't want that. I don't know why. Girl. I know, but it's like it was just an automatic response. Dating I called a dude a girl. Somebody said something to me, and I, <laughs> I accidentally was like, "Girl," and I caught myself. But I was like, "Oh, it's awkward as shit now." He just kept care. moving. He like, punch you in the teeth, then you good. He did not punch you. You good? No. You good? Yeah. I figured this was at work, right? It was. You only work with goons. So if he ain't punch you in the mouth, you all right. He ain't hear you. Because if he heard you, he'll punch you in your teeth. No, he heard me. But he didn't. He thought you were talking to somebody else then. Dating in 2020. First base is sex. Second base is share childhood trauma. Third base is try out kinks. Fourth base is watching anime together. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that is a terrible order of ceremony. <laughs> Look, some people Ooh. just be trying to get their rocks off. 
I mean, okay, get that. But then sharing childhood traumas and shit, like, it's a lot. That's a lot. This virus shouldn't have been named Corona. It should have been named Mad Dog. Mad Dog 2020. 2020. <laughs> I already knew where it was going. You ever had Mad Dog? No, I haven't. Okay. I don't drink. It's nasty. And don't know. Wait, listen. Do not send me a bunch of fucking beer to try. Beer is nasty. I said what I said, okay? I drink apple cider. I drink wine. I'll drink some vodka. Maybe, bit, you know, a little bit of um, hen, depending on the night. I don't drink beer. No, I don't want to know the beer that you drink that tastes delicious. So don't fucking tell me about it. Everybody always tell me, you ain't had the right one. All of the shit tastes the same. I don't know what you niggas are talking about. It all tastes like hops. And it just, it's not good to me. And every time somebody tells me to try one, I'm like, this tastes like the last shit I tried. What are you talking about? Beer is acquired taste. Haven't acquired it. Not going to acquire it. Don't give me any recommendations for no goddamn beer. I'm more interested in what kind of night you got to be having for some hand dog. <laughs> could be a good night, could be a bad night. Just depends. Oh, news involved. Oh, so it's it's one of them nights where you want your insides to feel good. I really wish you hadn't put it that way. <laughs> I was just thinking about uh, Whoopi uh, Goldberg from Color Purple. I know, but Jesus Christ, that just why? Why not? That's the truth. It sounds weird. <laughs> I could have said you want some mad meat slapping to go on. You could have, and it would have been equally as bad. Uh, yeah, sorry about that, okay. people. If you're a responsible person that doesn't like vulgar language and, you know, things of that nature, then... This the wrong podcast for you? It is. I've been no good <laughs> lately. You have been. I'll give you that. But today, I don't I'll know see. it must be this Gatorade I'm drinking. I know the CDC and who seem pretty concerned about COVID-19, but some of my friends that got straight C's in high school told me it's actually not a problem at all and just part of the Illuminati's election year disease initiative, so I don't know who to believe. <laughs> we all got them people in our lives. Like, nigga, shut up. Don't talk about this again. We Ever. Do. This applies to me. I'm a homebody, but damn, I did like going one or two places. <laughs> I so badly to go out to eat. I want to go and have sit down in a restaurant with you niggas getting on my last fucking nerve saying inappropriate shit so that I can get offended. We haven't done that. Went to fucking um the place where I ate alligator. Yeah. Like I miss it. Sneezing, about to get our ass beat. I have allergies. <laughs> Uninformed people don't give a fuck about your allergies. They are beat our ass in the middle of the street off some sneezes. <laughs> no, that ain't the damn symptomology for coronavirus. They don't know. We know they don't know. Oh, they know. God damn it, done got coronavirus in these damn colors. Let's get them. Listen, these niggas. Every time I. 
they I didn't even have to worry about everybody else. They looking at me like you better stop this shit. I can't. You cannot keep in a sneeze. I'm not Steph Curry. Look, sneezing during the uh during the Corona times is like reading during the slavery times. Hey, <laughs> keep that down. You don't want you catching us sneezing. Going round back, I'll cover for you. She got allergies. <laughs> she won't read. She just got allergies. Jesus. <laughs> Different time. Y'all, yesterday I found out steak is beef, and I'm so embarrassed to say what animal I thought steak I was all this time. Saw this one. Oh my! Did you see what, what, what she I'm thought curious. it was? She thought it was horse. How the fuck are you a grown ass woman that has walked around your whole life thinking that people was out here eating horses? You thought steak was horse and you was cool with it. You was fine. <laughs> like the more horse the better. Bitch, what? <laughs> Where? And what why would you even think that? In the category of shit that when you find out you don't tell nobody. <laughs> Don't tell nobody. How? How did you think that niggas just been out here eating horse all this time and it was cool? It was a whole fucking thing when they start when they started talking about uh, actually using horse meat a couple of years back. How, ma'am? <laughs> did you Bruh, think you, you already you put, freely eating horse? <laughs> let me put let me put Aldi meat in Google. I know there's the whole rumor that Aldi sells because he used to put in Aldi meat. Horse. They used to say horse used to come up right away. That shit changed yeah. now. They didn't change that shit. Well, I guess people stop. But I saw that shit and I was like, yeah, that's one of those things you take with you to the grave. You never tell. Not only did you tell the people in your life, you told the whole fucking world that you don't think the steak came from a fucking horse. <laughs> a horse. Shit, no. And her Twitter handle is all I do is win. No, you don't. You lost. No. Take this L. That's a big ass L. I don't even Ooh. think she's playing the game. <laughs> she in a simulation like on Rick and Morty. <laughs> oh my God. She's in a fucking simulation. This ain't even, she ain't even registering the game. The fuck you think that this was horse and fine with it? Like, oh, wait, horse, please, bitch. All right. Something about a man bringing me back nothing when I said I didn't want nothing don't sit right with me. Yes. What? Yeah. What you mean? What you mean? Yeah. Why would you bring back nothing? I'm going to read this again. Yes. Something about a man bringing me back nothing when I said I didn't want nothing don't sit right with me. Yeah. Hell no. If you tell me you don't want nothing, I ain't bringing your ass nothing. Okay, but then when you bring me back nothing and I eat your food, you will have a whole attitude and be like, why are you eating my food? You said because you didn't that's want That's your personality disorder. <laughs> why would you want something and say you don't want nothing and showcase to me that you want something by eating my shit? <laughs> I wanted something. I actually wanted it bad enough to go get it. And I was willing to bring you something if you let me know I wanted it. But you said you didn't want shit. I'm supposed to 
Hell no. Nah. I'll throw all my food on the floor if that shit going to be the case. <laughs> I'll throw all my shit on the floor. Yeah, I, bruh, I'm going to tell you, if that shit ever get ready to happen to me, if I tell somebody, if I ask her, do you want something, and she say nothing, and I get back, and I start eating my shit, and she start reaching, I'm knocking all that shit on the floor. Ain't nobody eating shit. And I'm going to ask her what she want, and then we gonna, I'm going to go back and get her some shit. <laughs> I ain't no, I am not finna be complicit in nobody's <laughs> fucking psychological <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> but like you may not. So listen, because I have this argument. Everybody's, <laughs> me and Cole Jackson do act like an old married couple sometimes because I have this issue with him all the time. If I don't want an entire order of fries. I'm not going to order fries. But if you're sitting next to me and you ordered fries and I want to eat a fry or two, I don't see the problem. I didn't want a whole order of fries. Yes, I know but, I could have ordered fries. This is the problem. The problem is I wanted to order a fries and some. <laughs> so you put me in fry debt <laughs> when I bring my regular order of fries that already ain't enough and you take some away. Just like two. Fucking right there. So, well, exactly. <laughs> two would be you wanting something for your fucking self and me wanting something for myself. That way, you didn't want all the fries, so you get the little bit you wanted, and I get mine plus the ones I wanted that I didn't get with the one order. Everybody win. All oh, you, you got to do is say, I want a fry. That's all you got to do. Yes, but you may not want my extra fries. It makes more sense for you to just get the one order get a fry too. I'd rather buy a pack of 50 it. fries <laughs> you eat two and throw 48 of them hoes away <laughs> than give you any of my 50. Okay? I would rather that be the case. <laughs> I don't get you people. <laughs> don't base your sur surplus on my deficit. <laughs> that ain't right. Why would you do your man like that? It's not doing him like anything. I didn't want fries. You ordered fries. I don't get upset if somebody asks for something that I'm eating. If you ask me for a bite or two, if I if I bought I got shrimp and you didn't want shrimp, but you see a shrimp and you ask me for a shrimp, I'm gonna give you a shrimp. I'm not gonna give you all of this hell that niggas give you. They act like you asked them for the last fifty dollars in their bank account when you asked them for a fucking French fry. It's ridiculous. Man, this is what I want you to do, okay? When you go to the store to get some shit for yourself and your woman ain't with you, when you get them fries, I want you to get hit one of these. All in it. Just spit all in the shit. When you get back and she asks for your fries, just give her some and just turn and smile and look in the camera. That's all I need you to do. Just do that forever. Don't be out here tampering with people's food. Don't be out here asking for food that ain't yours. If I spit on my food, it's what I did to my food. If you eat my food because I spit on it, that's a you problem, not a me problem. I like my spit. I live with it. Red froze. I don't know if you can hear me or not, Red, but you're currently frozen. You froze. Uh, I'm back now. Listen, yeah, I whatever. I love my. I spit. don't see the big deal. I don't get it. I don't understand why this is such a thing for men. 
you know, for me, to me, it's a small thing. If I ask you for a couple of fries, yes, I didn't want anything. <clears throat> and I, when I said that, I meant it. I didn't want anything. But if you come in with, like, fries that smell good, I might want two fries. It isn't going to murder you to give up two fucking french fries. But if you come in with them fucking fries and I want some, you act like it's murdering your ass. <laughs> I ain't got nothing but a small order. <laughs> give me you some. That's going to go half of my fries. <laughs> this is that gender old shit. This way you want equality until it ain't convenient. <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker be like how come I gotta take a fry loss but you don't want to take a fry loss huh answer me that it, uh, I don't get it but Cole gets so mad at me I do it now on purpose sometimes just because he gets so upset <laughs> he gets so mad he acts like I kicked his fucking dog like he gets so irritated with me. It's just like, really? You're going to get your ass domestic violence over. going to get your ass domestic violence over a half order of fries. It's God a damn. sweet potato fry. Why do you care so much? It's the principle. It ain't even about motherfucker really caring about that goddamn, you know, 3% of a potato. Nobody give a fuck about that little piece of potato. Okay? Motherfuckers give a fuck about you not being forward enough to believe that you would want something until I have it. It ain't even about you having the shit. It's about you wanting the shit that somebody else have. You just want the shit your man got. It don't even matter. I don't even believe. You probably really only want it half of the time. The other half is just like, how dare he have some shit I ain't got? How dare he? think he can have some shit I ain't got. This what you saying in your head. Hey, babe, can I get a couple of fries? That's how it come out. What you saying? This motherfucker think he better than me. This nigga gonna have fries and I ain't got no fries? Hell no. Nigga walk in here and got shit for me. I'm taking some of his shit. Hey, babe, let me get some of those fries out there. Yeah, they're good. Hot. They smell good. <laughs> After this meal, you're going to fix me a bowl of goddamn ice cream is what you're going to do. <laughs> on surprise. Now, for y'all men who don't want to spit in your own food Please for the don't sake do of your girl tripping, go on here and make barter. Barter immediately. <laughs> you want some of my fries? Well, I need something from you. <laughs> right now. <laughs> I ain't never got here eating a burger. <laughs> now fellas either the price is gonna be too high or it's a win-win fuck them four fries let's try it out oh my god this is strategy you gotta be strategic in a relationship it's like a basketball game you fight for possession the whole time one person blocking the other person Every now and then a motherfucker get dunked on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, a motherfucker drain a three in their face. Woo! Technical fouls and shit. Bullshit happen to the other side every now and then. But if it's a good game, it's just good defense, good offense. And at the end, it's 80 to 81. You might win sometimes. They might win sometimes. 
if you getting blowed out, you need to get out of the relationship. <laughs> if you getting dunked on every play, <laughs> leave her. She is too good for you. <laughs> oh, Jesus. If you just get breeze rained in your face this whole relationship, leave. His skills is higher than yours. <laughs> Do not continue playing that game. And if you don't know the difference, call your boy. 706-520-2630. We'll have the conversation. <laughs> help you get out of your rest. Help you. Okay, I can help you stop getting dunked on, okay? Or, or if you want to leave the relationship and not just not get dunked on as much in the relationship, I can help you that shit too. We can figure it out. What is your next post? My next post is you ain't finna eat none of my goddamn fries. <laughs> Without this couch head. <laughs> All right, next post after that one. <laughs> Selling your PS4 is basically the hood version of filing for bankruptcy. Oh, <laughs> bro, I'm gonna if I ever have if I ever tell you I'm gonna sell my Xbox, just start offering me whatever you got available. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. Whatever you got left over to give me, if I say yeah, I'm gonna sell this Xbox, just be like, bro, I got 75. I can get some more. Because if I'm going to sell my Xbox, I am fucked up. Matter of fact, if I'm going to sell my Xbox, I probably done started smoking crack or something. Like, I need money for real. Like, I need something more than I need games at that point. And if only three, I need games, I need food, and that version of me going to need crack. So I imagine the hierarchy is food, crack, games. Because if I'm selling my Xbox, it's because I'm going to go buy some crack. Basically, before... We got rudely disconnected <laughs> um, that if I get ready to sell my Xbox, I started smoking crack. Now, I would not realistically tell you that I'm selling my Xbox if it was for crack. So y'all wouldn't know. <laughs> At some point, y'all will be like, I ain't seen you logged in on the Xbox, man. What's been going on? I'll be like, man, I had to show you on my Xbox. Nigga, I'm smoking crack. Send me the rehab. <laughs> Don't even ask no questions. That's what it is. <laughs> the only way I sell my Xbox is the ex new Xbox thing came out. <laughs> if the new Xbox hand came out and I'm selling my old Xbox, I'm gonna start I'm gonna start to have it. I'll keep that in mind. Please do. How messed up is it that Cinco de Mayo finally falls on Taco Tuesday and will get messed up by a virus with the same name as a Mexican beer? <laughs> God damn. That's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my kids realized that I was missing Glastonbury this year, so they put on a music festival for us in the garden. It was, and I cannot stress this enough, fucking awful. <laughs> and them British people, Glastonbury and Garden, that's that's they British. That's rude. <laughs> yeah, maybe Michael know what Glastonbury is. I don't know what that is. They're the only ones I know that call backyards gardens. In the garden. Even if it ain't no damn guard back there. What they say instead of line? They say Q. Q. Yep. 
I heard cube. somebody say that shit. I was like, what? What? <laughs> I was like, hold on, wait. The context, that's talking about the grocery store waiting. Q line. Okay, that's they meant line. What they say Q? What they mean? use? They be saying some other words, boy. They do. They're like, damn, are we wrong or are they wrong? <laughs> we definitely wrong. But oh yeah, it's it's, it's probably so definitely us. We just took all kind of languages. We just yeah. took we were like, look, let's get some of this all British, but let's put some Greek roots on that shit and fucking sprinkle some Latin on top of that motherfucker. And then we just talk how we talk now. And then the South was like, hey, let's put some twang on it. <laughs> and also, let's put some systemic racism on it. <laughs> and then now did we talk like this. This how we talk. This how I talk. All right. Um, man, why do dykes always turn into hood niggas? I never met a dyke who wanted to just be an outstanding young man. <laughs> I've wondered that myself. I have. I've wondered why there isn't a middle ground. It seemed like everybody go- goes to like fucking <laughs> hood nigga. And like they got on a do rag and a pistol with the pants sagging. It's like that's like Bill You know, it's dudes that don't dress like. They got the pants sagging down to the to the legs, <laughs> and they got the Jordans on to cost three hundred dollars in the fight with the people, the police. You need to get a job. Yeah. <laughs> um, last one. Anyone else's car getting three weeks to the gallon now? Yep. Even with me going to work still, because I don't go, I literally don't go nowhere else. It's ridiculous. That is viral. And it's unfortunate because gas is as cheap now as it's ever been, but it's going to go right the fuck back up when people start traveling again. It ain't going to go that fast. I don't know. We'll see. We will see. Um, well, I, instead of stories this week, for me, I don't handle stories because fucking COVID has taken over everything. It is so funny. Like, I, 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 it's only a few websites I could look at at work and we, it's boring. And one of those is like People, Essence, where they like have all these photographs of celebrities. It literally, <laughs> all the photographs of celebrities now are them outside walking their dogs. Because <laughs> you can't do shit else. It's literally just days and days and days of celebrities walking their dogs. It just, COVID has taken over everything. Okay. So, for Reddit posts, you got a parenting issue. Uh, you got a fuzzy wuzzy was a bear issue. We got a financial issue. And we got some whole shit. Fuzzy wuzzy. Fuzzy was bear. <clears throat> Would it be unfair if I broke up with my boyfriend because he expected me to shave my leg hair? 
That's the title. My boyfriend said he is allowed to be bothered by leg hair, which I agree with. But if he is bothered by something as natural as body hair on me, I don't want to be with him. I shave anyway, but only because I want to, not because someone asked me to. I want to feel comfortable being myself around my partner. I said if I if he ever told me to do that because he found me unattractive otherwise, I would break up with him. I have never asked him to shave his beard or other parts of his body, so I think it's unfair if he asked me to. My boyfriend is upset saying that I lack understanding. Is my way of thinking wrong? I'm 19 and he's 25. I shave pretty regularly, but with the current situation going on, I don't feel like shaving as frequently. I have no problem shaving if I'm going out for a nice dinner and wearing a dress, but doing it every week while being stuck at home seems a bit too much for me. That leads him to find me unattractive. I don't know what to say. That's it. That's it. Um, <laughs> the part that throws me off is that she shave all the time, but now it's because he want her to shave. She don't want to do it. Yes. That's that fucking French fry fix shit. <laughs> That's that he just because him. <laughs> I ain't going to do it. Or when motherfucker walking with fries, well, he got them fries. I want one. That's not the same thing. I want some. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's two. rooted in it's rooted in a desire for that motherfucker not to have something he want. <laughs> what, he want thing? her leg shaved and he want his fucking fries. And you know what? <laughs> you want to take all that shit away. Listen, I body here, I've never the women who feel like it's like freeing or whatever to like have like their armpits hairy and have the legs and shit. You know, if that makes you feel free, then for you. Okay? Me, personally, I don't like to feel hairy. I just don't. Personal preference. <laughs> I don't really get it. Um, but if you were shaving when he met you, uh, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> It'd be different if you was walking around all hairy and shit and he thought a day and you was like, oh, she's hairy. But, like, if you've been shaving and and now you just don't want to shave because he wants you to, that's child. Maybe you shouldn't be in any relationship. I, I am all for women being as hairy as they want to. I don't really care. I'll muff dive if I have to. Uh, <sighs> I would hope that it wouldn't get to that point. But that would not push me in a position where I will expect her to accommodate my desire for it to not be at that point. See, I feel different. <laughs> because I'm the guy, I don't like body hair on anybody. <laughs> so, so you I'm like that LL that. Cool J Crisco greased up type shit going well, on. No, I mean, obviously if you're a grown man, you're going to have some hair. But like too much hair is, I can't. So, like, I I know that that would be something that I would probably be requesting. I would not have a problem of it being requested of me. <laughs> oh, yes. if I would, I would shave. Well, let me put it like this. I would get rid of my body hair. But if she really wants it gone consistent, consistently, she's going to have to help me. I would fucking help. If that meant that I didn't have to touch it, then yes. I would help. You have to touch it once. Well, I mean, it 
I'm saying that I wouldn't have to touch it. Like, I wouldn't have to be reaching for you and then, like, have a pan full of hair. Like, yeah, I'd my... Help shave it. Uh, I'd help keep it shaved. I my body hair is negotiable. My beard, too, is negotiable. If a woman had a problem with my beard, I'd cut it. I can't even imagine you without a beard anymore. <laughs> yeah. The way people say they can't see me without red hair, I cannot see you without a beard. But you used to know me with dreadlocks and no beard. True, but it's been so long ago that now bearded you is what I see. <laughs> yeah. I plan on staying bearded. You knew me before my hair was red. I mean, it's never really been black, but it wasn't this color. Yeah. So, it is what it is. But that was fuzzy wuzzy. At the end of the day, <laughs> Um, if you're already doing something, it means that you don't have a problem with doing it. She don't have a problem with shaving. She don't have a problem with not having hair. If her main drive of, you know, not cutting it when her boyfriend asked her to was because she loved the natural feel of having the hair, then she wouldn't shave ever. But the fact that she saves on her own fruition and now she is not wanting to do it because her boyfriend asked her to means that she more so has a problem with directives, I guess, in a relationship. You know, maybe she just don't like being told what she should do in a relationship or being leveraged to being in a relationship. I mean, it is fucked up if he communicated to her that I don't find you attractive no more, so you need to shave your legs. That's fucked up. I wouldn't do some, I wouldn't do that shit either. Well, I don't find you attractive when you got hair on your arms. Well, I guess I'm going to be an unattractive motherfucker. What we finna do? <laughs> Because either you just gonna be with an unattractive motherfucker with her hairy arms, or you gonna reframe that shit. Um, but um, she she got they got some shit to work on communication wise because he communicated the problem inappropriately and she communicated her response inappropriately. I mean, in a relationship, we are expected to meet in the middle somewhere, you know. Okay. So. Apparently, he hadn't had this problem because she shaved her legs enough that the only time it done shown up is during the coronavirus. So, ma'am, when this shit end, just keep doing what you've been doing. You'll be fine. He'll be fine, too. Yep. This is parenting slash gender bias. (laughs) All right, all right. My husband caught our daughter using a sex toy and is furious, but I feel like he is being unfair. (laughs) Damn. Yesterday, my husband walked in on my daughter, who's 15, masturbating when he went to put clean washing in her room. Let me just say we aren't a very religious household, but he was raised in one and isn't very tolerant because of it. He left the bedroom immediately and I talked to him and he was furious. I tried to calm him down and he did, but he ended up searching her room for electronics to check search history and found that and found the that she was using a sex toy, I guess. He is absolutely furious and was yelling and saying some things I don't agree with and I think he went too far. She's had all her devices confiscated and hasn't spoken to anyone in the house since. I really feel bad about what happened and that isn't fair, but I don't know what to do. That it isn't fair, and I, but I don't know what to do. Help appreciate it. And I said well, gender bias because I feel like if he walked in on his son, it would not have been this big of a deal. I don't know. Religious it or not. I mean, even with the religious, I don't think it would have. It's something about men and their daughters. I just, Listen, I think. If, he, if he would have walked in on his son with a butt plug, 
found a butt plug under his bed, <laughs> then it would have been a bigger problem than with his daughter. Yes, because then it goes into him having homophobia. But maybe even a flashlight. Found... Yes, if, if I he... found a flashlight in my kid's room, I'd be like, "Bro, are you this? Are you this sad? What am I raising?" <laughs> First off, you bought a very niche sex toy item. This is a new level of sad. What happened to getting girls to touch your meat every now and then? <laughs> Come on, bro. Get rid of that. Do you even wash it? Get, just get it out the house. <laughs> Bury that shit in the back. Matter of fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna go dig a hole and then I'm gonna leave. And in that, when I come back, I want that hole to be filled. And inside of it better be that damn flashlight. <laughs> I ain't gonna check. But if I find that shit around the house again, I'm gonna set it on fire. <laughs> but I'm not gonna touch it. I think his a lot of his response had to do with it being their daughter. Now, it would have being religious, he probably wouldn't have liked it if it was his son either. But I, I really think a lot because like she, she didn't say what he sh- said. She said he said a bunch of stuff she don't agree with. I feel like he was calling her all kind of whores and. Sh- <laughs> and listen, I, I will be glad in the moments that my girl could have, my daughter could have a real meat in her. <laughs> That she have a plastic or a rubber one. I think that is a win for a parent. You don't taught her responsibility. You don't taught her self-sufficiency. You don't taught her independence. For her to have a sex toy that neither one of y'all knew about, other girls got condoms. <laughs> True. You know? But I feel like I feel like it depends on the sex toy. I feel like he probably walked in on a king dong. And he's like, what is that? And then he thought about his own meat, and it just made him mad. I don't think it is that nuanced. <laughs> Everything is I, nuanced. It's not on some that level. <laughs> I think that, you know, one, for any parents that are listening, if you have teenagers, they're masturbating. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. <gasps> oh, my God. Teenagers masturbate, okay? They do. They do what it is it's part of being a teenager so i mean she's 15 while it is an uncomfortable situation that definitely was the entirely wrong way to handle that situation and if you think that you doing all of that gonna keep her from masturbating you're sadly mistaken sir you're just gonna keep her from using that toy (laughs) she's still gonna masturbate sir she's gonna Uh, have a goddamn Sharpie highlighter stuck in her ass have to go to the hospital <laughs> just because you done took away her safe to use fucking sex toy. Now she at risk of purple leaking out inside of her ass because you couldn't goddamn get your mind wrapped around the idea that kids might touch themselves sometimes. Especially at, at fit, listen, at 15, she could have been coming home pregnant, bruh. Okay? That could be what you, you could have walked in on her baby clothes shopping. She could have been there, walked in the house and kissed you on the cheek while you watching TV and you'd be like, oh, I love that girl. But she just had skeet on her face. <laughs> now you got secondhand skeet on your face. Because you don't respect your daughter having a sex toy in the house. Well, you know what? She gonna find new sex toys and they are gonna be in the form of 15 and 16 year old boys. Yep. And they are not gonna treat your daughter right. They're not. 
And listen, I'm not saying this lightly because I know if I ever have any kids, that's gonna be a it's a tricky topic. It's a tricky topic for me. It has been a tricky to- tricky topic for me as a therapist talking to other people's kids. Okay, I done heard way more sex shit coming out of the mouths of adolescents than I ever wanted to hear in my whole fucking life. Okay, weird. It is not a fun conversation to have. But the fact that they're coming to me to talk to me about it, as opposed in some cases, as opposed to doing it, or before they are getting ready to do it, or they think it, whatever the case may be, I appreciate that a lot more because now we can have an open and honest conversation, and I can hopefully keep you from doing some bullshit, which I would not be able to do if I responded poorly the very first time that they brought up something sexual. Same thing with this dad and this mom. The way that y'all respond to this is going to set a precedent in your relationship with your daughter, whether or not you want it to. And the way that that response happened is not good. She ain't going to tell y'all shit. You're going to be finding out shit just by walking in on shit. Your kids are going to masturbate and do sexual stuff. It's, I mean, it's, it's just what it is. <laughs> Listen, ladies, um, I want to let you know something, all right? Because what I feel like is going to happen is something happened. What happened? What Remy done did? One of her dogs yeah. did something. She mad at that motherfucker. Get Get Listen to her. Y'all here? Oh, did he go to the bathroom in the house? I hear how she be talking to her dogs. I wish I could show y'all what the fuck he did. What'd he do? He tore up a whole fucking... I'm wondering, like, he's so viciously playing with his toy. He don't never play with his toys like that. He just took all of the fucking stuffing out of this toy. It's all over my goddamn living room. I gotta go clean stuffing up when I'm done here. Bitch ass. Oh, get on my nut. Why? Talking about like just shredded it. He is a dog. I don't care. <laughs> Fuck. Then when I walk over to him, he looking at me like, "What, bitch?" You know what? Yo, Rem, if Remy could talk, he would say he would say in the words of um, Boosie featuring Gucci Mane, "I'm a dog. I'm a dog. I'm a dog." <laughs> That's how that shit go. Oh my God! I knew I was like he he having too much fun, <laughs> like he having way too much fun with this toy. What is going on? He just didn't just everywhere. Murdered the toy. Sang that song. I'm seeing Boosie and I'm seeing Gucci, so I'm assuming both of them sang the song. Oh. Uh, but what I feel like is I feel like the mom is so sympathetic to the daughter situation that the mama, when she talked to the daughter, is gonna have some sympathy for what's going on. I think she's going to be like, listen, daughter, daddy overreacted a little bit. I don't think you having a vibrator is that bad. You know, but, you know, he don't allow that stuff in the house. So there are vibrator makeup brushes. Okay, that's the stuffed animal that he tore up. You'll be all right, Red. Listen. There are vibrator makeup brushes. Look just like a regular makeup brush, Red. I don't think I knew that. 
Yes, it looks just like a regular makeup brush. You can just put it over there with your makeup brushes, and you can be using it secretly to, you know, stimulate the bean. <laughs> so, if y'all need some secret hit, and you know what, um, I've come across clients that have had situations where their parents were stealing money from them, and so. They have so I was looking up this stuff and they have hide they have hide away everything. Like they have brushes where you can hide money in them, you unscrew the top and you can hide money in them. They got, you know, those books that look like books, but they ain't really books. Do you like open them up and put stuff inside of them and stuff like that? It's really interesting, but this is just another level of that. Clearly, you can hide your sex toys if you need to. Clearly, though, you after you get done, you're gonna have to put this right back on the you know, makeup section of your house because if your daddy find a makeup brush up under your mattress, that ain't gonna look good. It's not. <laughs> it's not gonna look good if your daddy find a makeup. So after you get done, I know you're tired. I know you want to go on to sleep because you don't got that feel good. But you're gonna have to go put that makeup brush back in the bathroom where it go so that you don't arise suspicion. Okay. <laughs> All right. What's next? What? see um the next one i thought i had four now i'm only seeing three okay um my husband refuses to financially contribute i'm really starting to struggle with this let me be honest my husband left work over a year ago because he's damaged his shoulder and physically cannot continue as a motor mechanic which he's been doing for 30 years He's on antidepressants for anxiety and has, and has been prescribed them for several years. I am the sole financial income. I am lucky that I can continue to work from home and my job is not in jeopardy. I don't like my job, but I have no choice but to continue, especially with the current situation. Husband was stressed, but I tried to project the positive side and that this was an opportunity to do anything he wanted work-wise. I suggested becoming a luthier. Don't know what that is walking dogs, he's into both, and other things he could do for a new career. Everything is shot down with no suggestions. We sat down and had really good conversations about how he feels, his expectations, and what he wants to work. And he says he wants to work. However, I start work at 9 a.m. He's still on the sofa until normally half nine. He cooks and does the washing, but doesn't look after the dog's activity. He can't throw balls, etc., due to his shoulder and doesn't make any efforts to find or make money. I grew up very, very poor, so I'm extremely conscious that if anything happens to my work situation, we're screwed. We don't have savings. It's a heavy burden to me, and to be working from home and seeing a lesser effort from him is hurting me. I'm looking for financial support, even just a little small amount. It would give me a sense that we were a team again. We've always been a team together, but on this one issue, I feel like I'm stood outside in the cold. I don't know if I'm just being an asshole, but it just feels like he's got himself a nice little, got himself into a nice little rut and he's comfortable. There's no need to work, so why bother? I hurt, but I'm also stressed if I'm, but I'm also stressed if I'm expecting too much. Any advice would be gratefully received because I don't know how to let this issue not turn me into a resentful bitch. I mean... I don't know. You gonna you finna become a resentful bitch? 
This is her language, not mine. <laughs> this is her language. I don't want to call a woman that. But you're about to become a resentful B-word. Why do you say that? Because what it sounds like is she's providing a life that's made him comfortable enough to be able to be in this. Or yeah. he's severely depressed. Uh, One of the two. A little bit you know, but if he's severely depressed, he needs mental health help first. He doesn't. Obviously, the antidepressants he's been taking for years may not be doing the trick. Yeah, like, if y'all know somebody that's taking medications, I've all, I always tell my kids and my families, if you're putting a pill in your mouth and it's not doing what it's supposed to do, then don't put it in your mouth. Yep. You need to readjust your medication. And this is what, oh, God damn it, what's the dude's name? He is on Saturday Night Live. He was Ariana Grande's boyfriend. Pete. Peter. Pete. Pete. Fuck. His, his first name is Pete. Let's put Pete in. Is he a famous Pete? Pete. Pete SNL. Pete Davidson. Davidson. Yeah. Pete Davidson said that he goes to rehab every now and then. And, you know, every time I've heard that, I just thought it meant for substances. But he says that he goes to rehab to get his medications readjusted. He said people think that it's for substances, but he sees he do substances. He smoke weed and stuff. But when he go, like, when his friends, it's like his real friends in his life have been around him enough to know when it's time for him to go get his medications readjusted because he'll go for a period of time without cutting and then he'll start back cutting and then he'll start back with the self-destructive thoughts and then they'll be like, you need to go to rehab. And at this point, he said he listens to him. He go. And so he got to go periodically just to get his medications readjusted. If y'all know somebody who medication were working but are not working anymore, they need their medications readjusted. Some, you know, chemicals and stuff in the body do different things. You know, some of our bodies metabolize chemicals differently over time. Sometimes our bodies become habituated to them and they don't do the same things they used to do. And sometimes your life circumstances could have got worse or so medication that worked when your life was good or better uh, may not work now that shit's going down the creek. So just remember that you can do that. Um, now, in lieu of that, if he, I, I really hate when people get depression confused with laziness. Because there's a very big difference. There's a really big difference. I think that if she look at the history of her man, and if he is somebody that has worked consistently hard and helped provide, but he's not doing that now, you got to go off of the, the data that you have about that person in the past. If that person has always been there forever and now, then it's another variable. It ain't that he lazy. It ain't that he's not a hard worker. It's just that some circumstances keeping him from being able to do those things that you've become accustomed to. And I think that, you know, she probably needs to look at that to see what's going on right now that's created this. Because if you say he's lazy versus he's really depressed right now, that's two different paths to treatment. One path, you go to Reddit. The other path, you go to a mental health professional. Yeah. Well, it might be a little, I mean, you could do tele telehealth right now right now it's kind of hard getting new but I don't appointments think, and i don't think telehealth is going to really help for like severe issues 
You know, I just it's just not gonna feel the same. People ain't gonna share right. They're not gonna be in a comfort of they of an environment. They feel that they can say things that are really get to the root of the problem. So it is that's hard. You know, it's it's there, but it's hard. All right. Um, I dang it, I lost the other one. It was so good. Cause it was so bad. <laughs> it was about um, a guy who he was upset because his girlfriend was doing OnlyFans. Damn. And she told him that basically she didn't give a fuck how he felt about it. That she was gonna keep doing OnlyFans. I can't. Uh, I I un- accidentally unsaved it, so I can't find it now. Damn. Well, and the whole thing, like, from what I read of it, he, um, she's been doing a lot of shit, okay? She's been doing a lot of disrespectful shit that happened before it even got to her doing OnlyFans. Um, and he just seemed, he seemed like somebody that maybe has low self-esteem. And if she's doing OnlyFans, I hope she's, you know, passably attractive. And it just sounded like he was trying to hold on to her. Even though she was doing shit he didn't agree with. I forgot the other shit she was doing besides the only OnlyFans. Was she? I don't remember. Damn, I wish I hadn't. Because I was like, what? If you don't go ahead and move on and from her, sir. If I didn't have the career I had, I'd be all right with my girl doing OnlyFans. I'd be seeing some OnlyFans clips. Where the dude be having on a mask and she just be doing everything to him that the people on the video say do. That'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, ooh, what's next? You know. <laughs> and then like is is she paying rent? OnlyFans got they gotta be making money, money. Well, it depends. It depends on how so I follow, let me clarify this because I feel like <laughs> It sounds like I have an OnlyFans. I don't. <laughs> the reason I know so much about it is because a YouTuber that I follow has an OnlyFans. And she always promoting them and always trying to get other people to join OnlyFans. It depends. Like, the way OnlyFans work, according to this lady, is that you set whatever your uh, fee is for them for people to watch your video. And you can set it anywhere from I think the lowest that you can set it is like four ninety nine and then the highest is like forty nine ninety five or some shit like that. So depending on how popular you are and how much you charging, because I forgot how much she said OnlyFans take off top. I wanna say thirty percent maybe. I can't remember. I don't know. But she may or may not be making a lot of money. Depends on what she doing, how many people she got that actually pay for her OnlyFans, and how much she charging. Each Rhea, of those you can get you an OnlyFans. I'm cool. I'm just saying, you you completely anonymous. All you got to have use is your feet. Yeah. No. Yeah. Just get you some, um, get you some Krispy Kreme, Krispy Kreme ah, no, glaze. Right there. And a little squirt gun. <laughs> stop. It <laughs> right just. Just do some sexy stuff with your feet, then no. squirt the Krispy Kreme on it. Ooh, you're going to get the ching, ching, chings. You know, there's a lot of foot fetish people out here. I had, know. I had no idea. There's a lot of them. Men. <laughs> men with little feet. If you wear like a size five or six, 
Get your feet done up, man. You can get paid. They don't have to know them your legs. <laughs> Gonna get some change. It's not gay. If you oh got pretty God. feet that you use to throw me in off to pay you money. <laughs> I can't do it. My feet too big. <laughs> but, you know, get go get you some of that Krispy Kreme glaze and a little, not even a squirt gun, like one of them caught guns. You know what I'm talking about? I'm not doing this with you. I'm just saying, you get you one of them and just squirt on your feet a little bit. I mean, it's sugary, so you know it might be a little sticky on the cleanup, but you know what they're going to believe it is, so they're going to be like, oh, amazing. They're going to oh give you all the money. Oh, this one just caught my eye to replace that. Oh, shit, no. Never mind. <laughs> it's too long. Oh, it's long. too long. The title of it, though, just so y'all know why it caught my eye. My, and he's a, a 26-year-old male. His ex is a 25-year-old female. My ex cheated on me and staged her suicide twice. And then my next girlfriend <laughs> cheated and lied. Sir. Damn. This is a you problem. At this is okay. a you problem. <laughs> Who are you attracting? Why are you attracted to these types of women? That's the question you got to ask <laughs> You know, crazy be coming in the best gift wrapping. <laughs> you know that? It does. For men and women. Yeah, crazy look beautiful. Yeah, crazy coming in the best. Like, like, you know how motherfuckers wrap gifts up and it be like, God damn, did Jesus wrap this gift? <laughs> you don't even be wanting to open it. Exactly. Open. The creases be perfect. It be, I mean, like, damn, it's like crazy coming to that shit. You open that whole nice ass gift up, and it's just one of them little, uh, one of them brochures they used to pass out with them little stories in it, them Christian brochures. <laughs> or I don't know if y'all you've seen this before, but sometimes people leave them on the ground, but they'll leave what looks like a twenty dollar bill on the table serving. And when you pick it up and open it, it's like a little Jesus thing that says, you know, it say a bunch of shit about Jesus. But what I read is that I'm an asshole because I put what you thought was a $20 bill on this table. And I'm just trying to tell you about Jesus. And you didn't get a tip at all. <laughs> Ain't no tip better than Jesus. Uh, okay, I found one to replace that one. Okay. That I couldn't find. Okay. And uh, okay. So I, he's 18, have been in a relationship with this girl for two months now. And yesterday, she sent me a picture of her ex's dick. <laughs> she, wanted, she wanted to show me how small he was. And her face was in the picture. Do I have the right to be upset? Because I feel like that is disgusting that she would send a pic of her around another person's dick. Please let me know if I'm. If I'm over exaggerating and should let it go because I know for sure that if I sent a picture of my dick with a different girl right next to it, she would get mad. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna give you some good old advice, you little 18 year old. Okay, <laughs> first off, it is a good sign that your girl's face is besides me. Okay, what? What? It's a good sign. I want to see where this is going. <laughs> if 
if you really believe that's her ex and it's an old picture and when she was sending you that in just as comparison, you coming out on top, then that's her face is going to be next to your meat soon. Okay? That's good. That's a good thing. Um, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> Listen, remember, this is an 18-year-old. This ain't 35-year-old shit. I don't give a fuck. Listen, 18-year-old me, if a nigga has sent me a picture of a vagina and was like, oh, your vagina is so much better, look at hers. I'm fucking you up. Listen, hold on. Let me. This is finding the good side of this shit, okay? What good side? <laughs> this man didn't say I'm leaving this girl alone. First off, your meat bigger than his, okay? Booyah. It gotta be. Otherwise, this would be a different conversation here. He wouldn't have posted this if he or wasn't. She said it. He said it was uh, talking about how small it was, bruh. She has not experienced his meat and sent a picture of her ex talking about how small it is when her current boyfriend is smaller. Hell no. That you get domestic violence for shit like that. <laughs> so he is got to be bigger. The eighteen year old got to be bigger than the uh, the ex. Okay, number one. Number two, you went in the game, okay? You got the girl. Number three, you know her well enough to know that she might be the kind of girl that take a picture of your meat and make fun of it one day. Yes. You got to know she that kind of girl, okay? <laughs> I mean, we are, in society, we should be beyond the point of pretending like a woman hadn't had her cheek slapped with somebody else's meat before. Especially by the time you my age, but by 18, I'm just letting you know right now that has happened. But it just because you recognize that that has happened doesn't mean that you need photographic evidence of it happening. Hey, like, listen, again, I I'm would not... not want to see another person's lady part. I don't give a fuck what the bitch looked like that you you was fucking before me. The fuck does that have to do with shit? I don't care. I'm not saying motherfuckers should request me. <laughs> I'm just saying the shit not happened now, Red, okay? Red, you dang the dude, you fuck with him, you really like him. He don't think this mean nothing, so he sent some roast beef vagina lips to you saying, look at this sandwich, roast beef Arby's looking, we got the meat shit she had going it on over here. Problem. It may be a problem, but it's here now. Because why the fuck you even still got this in your goddamn phone? Not, not Let alone fucking sending it to me like I'm one of your fucking homeboys. I don't want to see that shit. No. <laughs> well, no. just like the fry situation, gentlemen, you le leverage immediately. Leverage immediately. You know, you know, you gotta suck my meat for sending that pick. <laughs> like, period. Like, no, no negotiations. I'm going to put out a keyword. When I say that word, it ain't gonna be a common word. But when I say that word, you just gotta do it. No questions asked. Okay. <laughs> The word is supercalifragilistic expialidocious. When I say that shit, I don't even want you to think. I just want you to go porn star crazy because that picture is hilarious but disrespectful to our relationship. Okay? And then you pull that shit out in the McDonald's drive-thru. Supercalifragilistic expialidocious. I ain't never had head with a hamburger in my hands. Oh my God. <laughs> Full circle back around. Anyway. Call back. <laughs> Listen, that is definitely immature. It definitely means to me that if you and her don't work out, your dick is going to be in some man's phone soon. And, sooner or later. 
And look, this is the worst part, okay? This is the worst part. If your girlfriend, which is a likeliness, is younger than you, which means 17-ish, and the picture that she has on her phone is of a younger guy than you, you are now in possession of child porn, sir. <laughs> you are. <laughs> your bitch ass is finna go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Delete that shit now. Delete that shit, Peggy. <laughs> Delete all that shit. It's just all bad. It's just all fucking bad. That's immature as shit. Um, or it's not a good sign of what your relationship with her finna fucking be like if that's how she eat two months in. And you, let me tell you something. I get mad about having dick pics sent to me. I'm not gonna send dick pics <laughs> with a nigga that I'm with. I'm not gonna be like, hey, babe, look how little his dick was. What? <laughs> For why? No. And let me just tell you a reality, man. Okay? It's something you got to get used to, okay? This is Meat Positivity 101, all right? For every little meat that your woman has come across, she's come across one that's twice as big, okay? That's just the rule. Every woman has come across a meat bigger than yours. And if you have the mondo meat, then sex ain't that great for you. It's not. You know, it's just not. So, don't measure your worth to a woman by the meat you have right shit again okay make the meat you have accommodate what that woman that you got needs <sighs> and it it don't i will say it don't matter what size meat that is but it do because sometimes your meat ain't gonna get it that's where your hand and tongue game gotta come into play buy you some toys buy you one of those vibrating um hidden brushes uh, vibrators. That's my last Reddit post. All right. Well, time is up. Oh, well, shit. <laughs> I was just going to talk about some of the stories I had. Just brief, brief run through. Um, Gucci Mane um, came under fire because he had a tweet that said on Easter Sunday that he hoped all of his haters die from coronavirus. <laughs> um, <laughs> Black China is selling FaceTime calls for $950 and followbacks for $250. Smoking crazy. Um, and televangelist, um, what his name is, Kenneth Copeland blows wind of God at COVID-19 to destroy the pandemic. <laughs> and if you go look at Kenneth Copeland, he looks just like the man from The Mask when he put on the mask, the bad guy he put on the mask. He blows the wind of God. How? How? How is it the wind of God? By blowing the meat of Satan. <laughs> That's the only thing that makes sense to me. I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all gotta forgive me, man. I don't know what happened in this episode. I am aggressive. I am inappropriate. I am deeply profane. I have not been very sensitive. You need to get out of the house. <laughs> I said words like dyke, which I don't try, I try not to say because you know some people find it a Offensive. I've done things in this episode that I don't normally do. You need I want to, get out to of the apologize house, bro. for that. And I want to let you know that I hope you enjoyed the episode. <laughs> anyway, take some of my advice. Spit on fries. Don't do that. Or don't spit on fries, but leverage immediately. Don't. 
leverage a medium. Burger head either. Listen. Listen, you leverage what the fuck you want to. <laughs> if she want them fries bad enough, she will do something strange for a piece of fries. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Leverage what you want. Don't Contrary. say Xbox. <laughs> Don't sell your Xbox. Contrary to what it sounded like, I do love my dog. It probably sounded like I beat him. I didn't. I just put him outside. <laughs> also, she cussed him out good, though. Hey. Also, <laughs> if your woman sends you an inappropriate message or text that has something to do with a past dude, leverage. Leverage, you find you a keyword and say, look, nope, you got to give me You got to give me something for this. This is too disrespectful. And the only thing that's going to make me forget how respectful you was is... You know, sexual things. Uh, I'm gonna do this with you. Freaky things. Okay. That being said, do you have anything else on your mind, Red? I do not. All right. Well, until we kind of next conversation, we out. Holla.